This is episode 351, Can a Relationship Work with Religious Differences, with Demi and James. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice, as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. And I'm saying to myself, welcome back, because this is the first episode I'm recording post having Athena. Well, that's half true. I recorded the call with Demi and James before I went on maternity leave, but I'm recording this intro and outro this week. She is almost 11 weeks old. I am very, very tired. <laughs> I'm learning so much. And sometimes I can't believe I have a daughter. It's it's very surreal. And it feels good to gradually be coming back into work, back into recording, back into teaching. But I'm really focusing so much of my time in being with her because I know these moments are precious. And I've gotten so many questions that the most questions I've ever gotten on a particular topic have been about getting pregnant, specifically getting pregnant in my 40s. I've gotten lots of questions about having a home birth. So I am going to be recording a podcast on my fertility and pregnancy journey, getting pregnant naturally and and quite easily, honestly, in my 40s. I've been hesitant to talk about it because fertility is such a tender topic. And I've gotten just so many questions. I want to be able to answer them and hopefully provide some helpful information and some inspiration. So if you do have questions or there's topics you'd like me to address, please send me a DM on Instagram. If you don't have Instagram, you can send an email to assist at christinehasler.com, title it podcast question, and, and just put it in the email there. And I plan to record that in the next week or so, but it all depends on baby. So <laughs> I'll be getting that out as soon as I can. A lot of other exciting announcements coming up as well, including a retreat I'm going to be leading in October. So stay tuned for that as well. But without further ado, I want to get to today's episode. It's a great topic that I don't think I've coached on before. I have a couple on today and they are a very different religions, very different faiths. He's Christian, she's Jewish, and they want to know if they can make the relationship work despite these differences. So as you're listening to this episode, consider have you ever been, or are you in a situation where you may have to compromise a value that's super important to you? Have you ever broken up or not dated someone because they don't subscribe to the same political ideology or they're not of the same religion? Have you wrote someone off because you consider those things a deal breaker? Are you in a relationship where you had potential deal breakers, but you've found your way through? Or are you in a relationship now where you're wondering, hey, is this a deal breaker? So keep these questions in mind as you listen to my coaching call with Demi and James. Demi and James, welcome to the show. Thank you both for being here. How can I help? Thank you for having us. So we're calling in with a big question. I'm a 34-year-old liberal-leaning Jewish woman, and James is a 36-year-old moderate conservative-leaning non-denominational Christian man. A match and made in heaven. This is I great. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we are defying all the odds, but we'll get into all that. But um, yeah, we, I mean, we want to have life partners who can connect emotionally and physically and spiritually. 
and we feel very connected emotionally and physically, but uh, it's the spiritual, or I, I suppose it's more specifically the religious aspect that we're struggling with. And we're not sure if it's an irreconcilable difference that would mm. trump all else. And mm. yeah. How long have you been together? We started dating in May and actually we're officially not together right now. Mm. We decided to take a break or you know, break up in December, but we've just been in touch just a little bit over this time. And, and James, you can speak, you know, I don't want to speak uh, on behalf of you too, but uh, I feel like there's still something there and this has been the best relationship I've ever been in. So I feel like if there's anything else we can do, I'm, I'm willing to do what it takes to figure it out. And how long were you dating each other before taking a break in December? It was six months, right? Six months. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And James, what are your thoughts? I mean, I agree with what Demi was saying. It's been the best relationship I've ever been in. And so the issue we're running into is kind of a wall though with our, with the religious part of it and mm -hmm. me kind of reconciling that for the most part. What's the hardest part for you about it? What do you feel like um, you reconcile? It's just like, I kind of know what the Bible says about it. It's mostly that, like, is it, is it okay for me to kind of take this route? Is this the right route for me? Or if there, if it, it has a lot to do, I guess, with God, like what I perceive God's will to be. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And do you agree and follow everything the Bible says? I'm not challenging you. I'm just actually curious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're just curious. Yeah. Honestly, this is something. So I grew up in a Christian household. But over the last couple of years, I've been trying to flesh out exactly what I believe about it um, okay. instead of just being passed down, like, you know, ideas being passed down to me and not understanding why I believe what I believe. So, I mean, I'm open to change, I guess. And that's like, or I don't know if this answers your question exactly, but no, I do not, I suppose, mm -hmm. is the answer to that. And this is why I'm still connected with Demi is because I'm trying to flesh that out and I don't want to pass up on a good thing. Yeah, I, guess. I hear you. And I just want to go back to something you said. You said, I know what the Bible says about it. Well, specifically, I guess, like in terms of pretty much believers. And non-believers. Yeah, non-believers, correct. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. And what does it say about non-believers? From my understanding, it's pretty much like, don't yoke yourself to a non-believer or don't, don't marry, I guess, a non-believer, but it's okay Why? with a believer. Why? Well, with some of the issues that we're actually running into, which is like raising children, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the different beliefs that we have, it's been difficult in terms of supporting one another in those things. While mm -hmm. we can be present with one another, like Demi can come to church with me or I could participate in like the Jewish customs with her. Mm -hmm. It's like, we don't fully support each other's ideas or beliefs, if that makes sense. Okay. So you wouldn't be open to something like that, going to synagogue with her or. I am open to that. Uh -huh. Like I'm open to synagogue and all that. What I guess we, and where kind of, we get stuck is like with raising children Yep. Um, and raising them either Christian or Jewish or both. I would like to raise my children at least. Yeah. I would like to raise them Christian and she would obviously like to raise them Jewish. So we, we run well, into that. Or there's the option of presenting both and allowing them to choose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because you said something interesting is, and I think this is very wise of you and very spiritually mature of you, 
is you, and I'm not going to get exactly what you said, but I think I'm going to paraphrase you, right? And if I don't, please correct me. But you said that you're questioning a little bit, you know, the beliefs and these were kind of beliefs that you just grew up with and just assumed were true because that's what you grew up with. And it doesn't sound like you're doubting your faith or anything, but it sounds like you're being curious and mm-hmm. you're being, you're, you're going, Hmm, what do I believe in what was just told to me? And that's a very spiritually mature thing. And I think when it comes to raising children, I understand this can be a huge sticking point and I definitely don't have the answer. I think it so depends on the couple and perspectives and willingness to be open and, and how dogmatic both of you are in your beliefs in terms of it has to be my way uh-huh. or this way or that way. But if we chunk up religion high enough, every religion at, at the top of its beliefs, if we take away all the, the guidelines and the beliefs and even some of the traditions, it's about, for lack of a better word, God, love, like unconditional love, energy, right? It's about just this pure relationship with a higher power. And all religions lead there, despite the different beliefs. And to me, that's the most important thing about having a faith practice is that it is that pathway to God. I'm just going to use that word to summarize kind of everything. And the religion is the route that we get there. So the question I have for both of you is, especially in raising kids, is it most important for them or to you to make sure that they, they maintain a spiritual connection, whatever that is for them, and that you present them with different opportunities to know God and different religions and they get to pick on their own? Or is it really more important to you that they follow certain traditions and cultures of your respective religions? Does that question make sense? Mm-hmm. Sure. I'll let Demi, I'll let you t- take it first. So this is complicated for me. And for me and my Jewish identity, it's maybe less of the religion part. It's a people, it's a nation, it's in our culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just things like the Holocaust. And it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter how snow white your skin is or blonde hair, blue eyed you are, or if you convert and you're, you know, you're a Christian, if they find out you're Jewish, you're, you're gone to me, it's not even something you can really walk away from. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, if someone's Korean, like they're Korea, you know, mm-hmm. you can't really just be like, I'm not going to be this anymore. And I think for me, I'm so proud to be a, a Jew and I'm proud of our history and the stories. And my children need to know that, to know who they are. Mm-hmm. And, and I, again, I'm, I mean, I don't, prescribed to a traditional Jewish ideology, I guess, like I'm dancing in my apartment, which actually, I guess, has some Jewish roots. That's how I feel like one way Mm -hmm. I feel connected to, you know, God or, you know, higher energy, higher source. But uh, so I'm, I'm all for me, my partner, my children, you know, finding their own way. But my concern with certain things with Christianity is that some of the ideas seem scary. And I think when I think of, you know, childhood development, and I know people very close in my life who were raised very Christian, and it was not healthy. And I, I'm open to learning more. And, and again, like what you said, I feel that all of this is rooted in love. It's like we're looking at the same elephant from different angles. Mm-hmm. And, and I admire James for his faith, and that he's 
an amazing man because of this, this, but this is an aspect of what makes him who he is. I think that's beautiful. And I wouldn't ask him to change a thing for him, but it's scary thinking if I have little babies who are Jewish, you know, being told that, you know, someone died for their sins and they are born of sin. And that feels very painful Mm-hmm. to me. And and I think too, and this is something that James and I have talked about a bit. It's not just him. It's just sort of in the world being a Jew, this idea of feeling othered and like we're some sort of evil creatures that pull people off the, the spiritual path. Or I, mm-hmm. I don't, and that's like a, you know, whole other thing to get into, but you know, it's just, it's painful to hear, you know, you're amazing. And if you're a Christian, you know, I would see being able to do this, but this thing that I can't change. And frankly, I don't, want to mm-hmm. that I'm proud of I think it's you know it's a, a beautiful tradition and, and ideas of like wrestling you know they say you know there's two Jews three opinions I think mm-hmm. this is a beautiful thing to to wrestle and um it's just I just want to feel accepted and I think I'm already protective of these children that don't exist yet but I don't right. want that to be the thing that gets in the way so and I, I hear all that and I really hear how this is more than a religion thing. It's a heritage, it's a cultural, it's it's an identity piece for you in terms of your lineage. And James, I want to come back to you. What comes up for you? I'm sure you've heard Demi share similar things, but what's coming up for you right now around what she's saying? Are you finding yourself being defensive? Are you finding yourself being compassionate? Like what happens inside of you when she shares this? I understand what she's saying. I think part of me is hurt by it because it's like my Christian identity feels like the enemy. Then if I'm passing these things down to my children, she's afraid like that kind of hurts a little bit because I don't mind. I feel like I have good intentions. I would hope so. So, but I do understand where she's coming from. I have Jewish roots as well. I'm not as connected to it or I don't identify it the the same way that Demi does, but Mm -hmm. Yeah, I understand what she's saying for sure. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, let's put the religion thing aside for a moment because it is a big deal. It is. And as much as I said before, you know, you could let the kids choose. I do believe that. And I'm also present to the fact that it could be very confusing for kids to be raised in a house with, with two faiths. They may not know which to be, or may feel like they're not being loyal to mom if they choose Christianity and dad, if they choose, you know, like, so there's potential things that can come up with that. So I just want to pause that for a second. And I want to step back, like I said, from the religious aspect of this conversation and ask you both, was there anything else that wasn't working in the relationship? I mean, I know it was only six months, but was there any other sticking points, any other areas that just weren't driving the way either one of you wanted them to? Like I said, this has been the best and healthiest relationship I've been in. Something that's taken some calibration, and this is tied into the, you know, the Christian aspect is the no sex before marriage piece, which was shocking to me at first. and hard to wrap my head around because I've always perceived myself as a very sexual and embodied person. But in being with, with James, I've learned there are other ways to be intimate. And Mm -hmm. honestly, that's not even 
an issue anymore. It, it was an issue when there was absolutely, we couldn't do anything. And I know James originally said, you know, we, we can really only kiss. And I, I told him up front that you know, that wasn't going to work for me. And I think that's just been a painful line to maneuver because we've both been bending for each other and we've been able, uh, you know, James has been open to being expressive in, in other ways that are sexual. And I guess in the Bible, they say, oh, these are, you know, this is considered sex where, you know, for me, and I know this is a, you know, definition that's different for everybody, but it's not sexual intercourse. So the hard thing is when we, you know, we talk about boundaries or we do something and it, it, I think that, you know, we're okay or that he's in his joy doing this. There have been times, uh, less so lately, but earlier when he would pull back and then I would feel him pulling back and that would feel him being less affectionate and less open with, you know, his, his affirmations and things like that. And that's painful when I, I feel, you know, this is a, a way that we are connecting. We are, you know, souls in these bodies and, you know, meant to, to be expressive with them. Uh, it's something that I view as attraction. I, I and James, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it, it seems like, oh, instead of attraction, it's lust, it's sin. Mm-hmm. And that's painful for me, mm-hmm. uh, especially since I, you know, with, you know, love languages, I, I'm, I'm a physical touch person and words of affirmation. And so for that to be pulled away when I feel like we're making steps forward is hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. James, what about you for you? Yeah, I guess like the other side of that is like, I'm trying to meet Demi halfway. And so, yeah, there is like a moment of, of pulling back when I feel like I've gone further than maybe I'm comfortable with going. Mm-hmm. So I do want things to work though. I do care for Demi a lot. So I am trying to meet her needs, but yeah, at the same time, it's the inner conflict for you. Correct. Yeah. 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 And this is important Demi, because like, this is where you both are looking through two different lenses at the same situation. And that's where most relationship issues pop up. And for you, Demi, you're looking through the lens of, well, this is, we're attracted to each other. This is healthy. This isn't sin. And in that it's hard for you to truly, and I know you do, but it's because you're looking at it from a different lens. It's hard for you to truly empathize with the conflict that James is feeling internally because he's coming up against things that have been his belief system for, you know, 30 something years and is, is wrestling with it and is wrestling with the choice of, of you versus his beliefs. And that's a, that's a big conflict that both of you are going through internally right now. So it seems like, you know, I asked, let's back up from religion, what other issues were there, but even what you just shared has to do with the, the different beliefs because that issue wouldn't be there if there weren't differing beliefs around sex and, and attraction and lust and, and all of that kind of stuff. So what I can feel, and honestly, it would take me more than a podcast episode to really unpack all of this with you both. What I can feel and what I want to acknowledge is the mutual care and respect you both have from each other. And what I don't know is if this is a journeymate situation, meaning you came into each other's lives to 
perhaps kind of shake up some of the lenses you look through? Have you, not to put you into an existential spiritual crisis or have you questioned your beliefs or doubt your faith or anything like that, but just look at areas where you might be rigid in belief systems, where you might have set ideals about something, where you might be judgmental towards yourself or others, and really is asking you both, and we haven't even gotten to the political differences, right, is really asking you both to really see through the eyes of love. Like not through the eyes of beliefs, not through the eyes of conditioning, not through the eyes of politics or religion or right and wrong or right or left or whatever, but to really like see and understand another person who is so different from you in so many ways. And that's a beautiful gift you're giving to each other, a beautiful gift. And like I said, what I don't know is for a long-term relationship and, and both of you sound like you want children is this a deal breaker? Because both of you are going to have to come in, like both of you are going to have to come toward each other more than you're probably comfortable with right now. Meaning both of you are going to have to kind of let go of some of the things that, you know, right now are so important to you to not sacrifice, but to compromise and come up with kind of a shared ideology for your relationship. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. And I think you both know that, which is why you're taking a break. So it's kind of like, are you willing to, again, I don't want to say sacrifice, but make some changes in not necessarily what you believe, but how you approach those beliefs and how you work with those beliefs. Because if both of you kind of stay where you are right now, I don't really see how a long-term family situation is possible because you are on two different sides of something. Again, you're not arguing, you're not like in opposition, but there's, you know, two very different polarities going on. So I'm curious, and I don't, I don't know who wants to answer this first. I'm curious, like, what you are willing to compromise on, what you are willing to shift and adapt. Just in general or based on the last couple of things we've been talking about? Or? Let's just stay in the, since the religion category is the one that we're talking about is the potential deal breaker. Let's stay in that lane. Okay. And is that in terms of our relationship or also considering family? Well, I think it's everything, right? There's a lot to consider here. You know, it's it's like, what are you willing to be open to? What are you willing to compromise on? What are you willing to take from the other person's lifestyle, culture, belief systems and adopt and be part of? I suppose I've thought about this and I'm becoming more open to the idea of what you were presenting, Christine. Just let's show them these two beautiful, incredible faiths and see what resonates for them because I mean for me even and this is why I don't need to marry or am particularly interested in dating Jewish men because whenever I think oh we're gonna have this instant connection just because we're Jewish that's not the case I mean even within a religion there's so much variety and and just different ways of doing things and different values people have and their families do Hanukkah different than my family you know mm -hmm. so it's I just want to create my own family and that's something that I, I with James, it's like, let's create 
our world together. And I think that I, I am open. I know, you know, James and I both love music and you know, we were dancing on Shabbat the other night to gospel music. And <laughs> it's like to be creative and think of things that bring us joy and can unify both of our our fates. I'm I'm so open to that. Even the other night, James and I were talking when I said, well, what do you want to teach children? And he said, well, you know, Jesus died for your sins. I said, can we maybe reword that? <laughs> it's like, maybe just reword, you know, Jesus died for people's sins, you know? And mm-hmm. so it, for a little kid, it's not. I can appreciate Demi, what you're saying. And, you know, to James, maybe part of why you brought this woman in is to, again, not challenge you, not question your faith, none of that but to really like have you think about things differently. And Demi, I'm sure James does that as well in different aspects. It may not be just about religion. It may be about politics. Maybe who, who knows what it's about. But I have kind of a radical suggestion and I want to see how you both feel about it because I want to offer you something in the limited time that we have. And like I said, I could sit here for hours with the two of you and go through this because there's no easy answer. And I appreciate the maturity that you're approaching this with. Before I present an idea, James, is there anything that you want to say? Yeah, I mean, I guess the one thing I would have to say to that is I feel like she, that Demi has had a lot of bad examples of Catholic or Christian people, Mm -hmm. yes, in her life that have kind of jaded her from the idea of Christianity. So I'm hoping I can be a better example of that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I love that. And that's beautiful. And that's true. That's absolutely true. Like even when I was sharing my experience, Mm -hmm. it was just my lens, or maybe it was a particular church I went to or the particular CCD teacher I had, like, who knows, there's so many things that influence it. And we can't say, you know, because of this experience, this religion is this way. So I love that you said that. And it kind of supports what I'm going to suggest to you two can feel into this. So. Although Kristen, could I just make one more thing? And I I just want to, or I think the, the, the biggest thing that I'm feeling right now, perhaps my mind could be changed. Uh, but I, I don't think I could teach my kids that Jesus is their Lord and savior. And I think I'm open to like so many other things, but I think that's like the big thing. And I just, I feel like I needed to, yeah. to voice that if that would add clarity. And James, is that a deal breaker for you? Like if you have children, is it a deal breaker that you must teach them that Jesus is your their Lord and, and savior? That's something I'm working through, to be honest. Okay. Uh, my gut reaction is that's what, yes, I would like that. But at the same time, I also do want to present them with a choice. I want it to be their choice um, ultimately. So I love that. Yeah. It's something you could say, this is what is what I feel, you know, and this is what I believe. Um, Cause again, I sound like I'm contradicting myself all the time, but I think with parenting, it's so, it's so challenging because as much as I said, you know, kids could be really confused kids are also pretty smart if things are explained to them. So, but let me just, let me just bookmark that and tell you the idea I had and you guys tell me how you feel about it. So I sense that because this has been such the elephant in the room in your relationship, there's been so much pressure to make a decision about the relationship. Like, is this a deal breaker or not? So many of your conversations have been around this. It's just kind of been this, this pressure cooker in the relationship. Can you both feel that? Like oh, the yeah. pressure to decide? For sure. Yes. Yeah. And I wish that we could just be in joy a little bit more. So here's my idea. You're 34 and 36. You've got time. And again, 
I'm not saying this is the best idea ever. I'm not saying I'm correct. This is just the idea that keeps coming in. I would love for you to, to give it a year, like a year of saying, you know what, we're not going to decide if we're forever or not. We're, we're just going to date, to get to know each other, to not make this this problem we're trying to figure out, to show each other, teach each other, include each other in each other's culture, lifestyle, religion, whatever that looks like. And we're going to take this kind of elephant in the room and just be like, okay, we see the elephant and it's just not something we're deciding on right now. And we're just going to see if like the relationship itself works because I feel like there's been so much pressure on this specific issue. It's been really hard for you guys to see like, do we work or not? Like what happens when we just are with each other without having to make this massive decision? Before I go on, how does, what's your immediate gut reaction to that suggestion? The first question that comes to mind, are you saying a year from now or a year total in dating? Like a year total in dating. You're total in dating. So like another six months. Well, actually it could be either. It could be, I mean, I feel like because you've been broken up since December on pause since December, you haven't had the consistency Mm -hmm. and you guys, a year goes by so quick. What it doesn't sound like to me is like either one of you is ready to just abandon this. Am I wrong about that? No, no, that's 100% accurate. Right. Because otherwise we wouldn't be on the phone, but I feel like you can't get a clear view of, you kind of see like, this is your only thing, but like, if this was removed, how would you guys do, you know, how would you flow through life together? Like, how are you as a couple? And because you've been had so much pressure to make this decision, it, you haven't been able to like really truly get to know what you're like in relationship. So again, I'm going to turn it back to you. What's your gut reaction to that suggestion? If starting whenever you gave it a year from now, not another six months, but actually a full year. My gut is that sounds amazing. I would love to just see him be free with me and, and for me to not be scared constantly about, you know, just having this in the back of my mind. The only thing that's scary is, and I know you're like, Oh, you're young. And I, and I'm also, you know, looking into keeping myself healthy and, and trying to look into alternative um, things like, uh, you know, freezing my eggs potentially. I don't know. But that, I mean, that is a thing that scares me. It's just, oh my gosh, is this going to be another year? And it just, this is the sticking point. And it doesn't matter how much, you know, we care for each other. And I get that's like a, like a very rigid <laughs> thing. And well, it, it's, I would. It, it's fear-based and that totally makes sense, you know, and it's, it's, and I don't mean fear-based in a judgy way, but that's just the place it's coming from. And those are very reasonable fears. I totally get all that, but it's kind of like, if neither one of you are willing to just completely walk away and say, this is a deal breaker. And neither one of you is quite at the point of like, I don't care what you believe. I love you. And I want to be with you. Then where else do you go from here? I mean, I think we've tried, we've done this in many experiments. Like, let's just go two weeks, not carry. <laughs> but then, it, you know, after the first week is great. And then the second week, I start getting anxiety knowing that the second week is going to be up. I mean, I know for me, that's something I would be willing to try. But- and that, Demi, is your lesson, right? Because I do sense from you a little bit of that. And I have it too. So the rigid <laughs> personality pattern and the wanting yeah. answers and the yes. wanting certainty and the wanting yeah. control and wanting to like 
have all your ducks in a row and everything like that. And that might be one of the reasons James is coming into your life. You know, where you see rigidity in his beliefs, he might be seeing rigidity in, in you, not necessarily mm-hmm. your beliefs, but other ways. Absolutely. And so both of you may be here to help open each other up. And, you know, again, I could be totally off my rocker and completely wrong about this suggestion. And like I said, please don't give me that too much power or any power at all in terms of your decision. I just feel this beautiful connection between you. And I think it feels to me like you're not done. It feels to me like there's more to explore and more to heal together. And I'm not suggesting you pretend religion doesn't exist. Like live how you live, bring each other into each other's culture and religion, like explore without the pressure of, but do I want this? Am I going to raise my kids this way? Are we going to end up married? Do you see how like going to that decision finality is going to impact both of your ability to really have an open mind and be curious and be compassionate towards the other person. Can you see that? Yeah. And then I feel like it's almost as if we're dating for these invisible children that don't exist yet instead of for each other. Right. And either way, if you date a year and you're like, you know what, we, we, this is just, this is just too much of a deal breaker. We're, we're just too different. The love that you shared and, and things that you learn, it's just going to bring you one step closer to the next person if, if you decide you aren't right for each other. So it's not, I don't see it as a block. I don't see it as wasting time. I see it as you guys have come into each other's lives, but because this religion thing has been such, the elephant in the room has gotten so much attention, you haven't had the freedom to see how you really do together. And I, I'm just suggesting giving yourself that freedom without having the finality and the pressure of having to decide if you're going to get married and have children. It's a lot of pressure. So James, what's coming up for you? I would be willing to give that a shot as well. How does it feel to you? How does it feel? Uh, Relieving, (laughs) honestly. I mean, there has been a lot of pressure, like especially from my side of it, I feel like through this relationship that we've had and so, and shared in. So to walk in it without any pressure would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I really feel and desire for both of you is to be able to get to know each other and explore without pressure. Mm -hmm. And then if you decide, oh my gosh, this is just so good six months, a year from now, but I'm really saying set the agreement to take the finality of the decision off the table for a year because it goes by very quick. There are coaches and counselors that specialize in blended family religion and coming together with like there's support out there. You could get help to navigate this. And again, like I think why you're still in contact is because there's a part of both of you that thinks this should be a deal breaker because of how passionate you feel to your faiths. So I almost feel like consciously or subconsciously, there's a little guilt of like, oh, I know I should, I should make this a deal breaker, but I really like this person, right? So you're both dealing with that internal conflict between adhering to, you know, part of your identity and then having this person in your life that your heart is opening to. So I just keep coming back to let your hearts explore without the pressure to have to decide. Because anytime we have that kind of pressure, 
we can't get clarity because we can't experience, we, we won't let ourselves totally open up to the experience. Does that make sense? Yep. So how does that feel for you, Demi? I just keep thinking of something my grandmother told me. She had five children and they all married Jewish and they all got divorced. And she always said, marry someone Jewish, marry someone Jewish. And then uh, you know, she, she died when she was 92. And she said, you know what? I just, I just want you to be in love. I just want you to be happy. Mm. She's like, it doesn't, you know, it took her 92 years. <laughs> but I think that's, you know, that's where yeah. I'm coming from. And, and I, you know, I think James has mentioned with his Bible group that, you know, p- people are married to other Christians and they struggle. And I mean, yeah. So yeah, just to me, I'm, I'm willing to, and wanting to, cause I just think what we have is incredible. Yeah. And I encourage you both to talk about things that, you know, values and dreams and, and things that you can get excited about together. And again, let yourself, you've drawn in each other. You have this strong connection. You haven't been able to go, Oh, this is a deal breaker let yourself explore it for a year again, which isn't that long. Take the pressure cooker off and see where you end up. Because I, I really truly believe, and I might be a hopeless romantic, but I really mm-hmm. truly believe that love will find a way and you share similar values, <laughs> even though it, it, they, they come in different containers, you share very similar values. And I off, I've said many times in relationship that you know, compatibility isn't as important as shared values. So you can talk about the values you share. And and if you're both on the phone with me, you both value growth, you both value inquiry, both value, you know, really wanting to evolve in this lifetime. And that's a beautiful thing. And you might be the perfect people to do that together because the contrast you offer each other really grows you both or not. But I just don't think you've given it enough time with freedom to really see. So that's my two cents. I don't know if it's helpful or not, but that's what I'm feeling for you. How do you both feel right now? I think it's it's a mix of happy, also a little scared, but yeah, I, I, I just, I'm, I want to try. Well, let me ask you this. If I said to both of you, and Demi, I'll start with you. I really think this is a deal breaker and you guys should just stop contact the the differences are just too big religion's too important it's it's too much of an issue and you should just like stop contact and live your separate lives and go your separate ways what happens in your body when i say that um you i'm, I'm like you're making me cry christine mm-hmm. <laughs> uh i just it just feels like someone's like ripping my heart out of my chest and james how does it feel to you yeah, I think similarly, it would be, I mean, that's a difficult, it makes me <laughs> kind of recoil a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 This doesn't seem like it's over, you guys. Mm-hmm. Open your hearts, open your mind, take the pressure off. Know that the purpose of a relationship isn't to get married at a certain time and have a certain number of kids. Those are beautiful things. And really everything in life is for our growth and our evolution and to move us more out of judgment and fear and more into love. If you can really look at what you can learn from each other, what you can teach each other, the why you came together, how you are soulmates. I believe we have many soulmates, right? Like how you are soulmates and, and open your hearts and open your minds. 
there's just deep, deep healing and transformation and love possible here. And if it's a year and you go your separate ways, or if it's a year and you're like, you know what, we're going to figure this out because we love each other. Either is a success, but it just sounds like walking away now would be walking away from something because you think you should not because either one of you feels it's right. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Any final thoughts? I just have a lot of gratitude uh, for your time and your thoughts and James for you for jumping on as well. Mm. Yep. I agree with that completely. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you both. And please in a year, let me know how you're doing. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I'll be very curious. Muscle <laughs> talk. Yeah. I love it. So thank you, Demi and James, for sharing a part of your relationship with us, for being so open, so honest. I have a feeling that many listeners relate. Maybe the differences aren't necessarily about religion, but maybe it's about politics or health-related matters or where you want to live. In relationships, we're not always going to agree. And maybe you've heard me say that it's important that we have differences in relationships because we don't want to marry ourselves or be in a relationship with ourselves. But those differences can't be so extreme. I've, I've often said we can differ in personality and preferences and hobbies and those kinds of things. We don't have to be compatible in terms of liking the same music, but we need to have the same values. And if you've heard me say that, you may say, well, Christine, then why didn't you tell them that this relationship isn't going to work because they have very different values? And they do and they don't. They have very different religions, but not necessarily values. They both value faith. They both value being part of something that means something to them. They both value their spiritual and cultural path. So in so many ways, they do have that similar value. The conflict is just that they believe different things. But if you zoom out of all religions, like out of the ideology, out of the guidelines, out of the beliefs, really what it comes down to is love. Really. I mean, if we think about religion, if we think about God, whatever God each religion believes in, it's about love. And we've forgotten that. Just think of how many wars have been fought over religion, how many people have died in the name of a religion. And what Demi and James have this opportunity to do on a micro level is to me what humanity needs on a macro level, which is really understanding people's differences, understanding different belief systems, but not making that wrong, not making that something that divides us. We can believe different things, but we can still love each other. And that's the huge healing opportunity that Demi and James have in their relationship. They've drawn in someone that is really challenging so much of their rigidity. We all have rigidity in our belief systems. And they have this opportunity to move into this place of understanding and some compromise, but not sacrifice. I wouldn't encourage either one of them to sacrifice things that are really, really close to their heart, things that are really important to them. And neither one of them want to, which is of course why they're having this question of, can we make it? And so that's why I encourage them to take the long-term decision off the table because they're newly in a relationship and they're already thinking about marriage and children, which is smart, right? Because you don't want to waste your time. 
However, there's such a connection. Both of them said, this is the best relationship I've ever been in. So to me, they haven't reached their expiration date. The relationship's not over. There's still something to learn here. And I don't know, maybe they're journey mates. They've come together to really teach each other valuable lessons, or maybe eventually they'll turn into side-by-side partners and we'll be able to work through this and we'll be able to raise a family where the children are exposed to both, both belief systems, both religions, and the child gets to choose. Only they know best what's going to be best for their family. But right now, they're not married. They don't have children. They're six months in. And since neither one of them is ready to go, why not take the pressure off and see how you do? Because often when a relationship is super focused on one thing, you miss out on other things that could be red flags. They're so distracted by this religious difference thing, which is a big deal. I'm not minimizing that at all. Like what, what else is there? Like what else can they really grow into or what other issues are there that have been masked because they've only been looking at this one. So I don't think they can honestly evaluate it until they take that. We need to make a decision off the table. Now you may say, Christine, like they're wasting their time. They're in their thirties, especially Demi. She's got the biological clock conversation and the way I thought about it when I was coaching them is she can either date him for a year and really feel into what is best or end it right now just because of religious differences and spend a year wondering. Because if she still really is falling in love with him, then energetically, it's going to be hard to let him go. So he's kind of going to be a block anyway. So why not ride it out and see where it goes? And I believe as I think it's Marie Forleo who says, everything is figure outable, right? Everything is figure outable with the right support, with the right communication, with the right conversations, everything is figure outable. And I can think of at least two or three couples that are of very different religions that raise children and they've, they've figured it out. So how this relates to you is I want you to think of if you're trying to make a big decision about something, Where are you putting too much pressure on yourself? Maybe it's not time to make the decision. Sometimes the decision is no decision. And when we can take that pressure cooker off, that's often where the clarity can come. So if you're an indecision in anywhere in your life, take the pressure off, go all in on one aspect, set the intention for clarity, and see what unfolds. Because I think sometimes we live too much in the world of black and white. We live too much in, in Demi and James's case, I'm Christian, you're Jewish, this can't work. But hey, we really like each other. This is the best relationship we've ever been in. So how do we make it work? And that's a beautiful lesson for all of us. How do we make something work that's not exactly looking like we thought it would? Do we just throw in the towel? and say, this is too hard, this is impossible because society tells me this doesn't work or because my belief system tells me this doesn't work? Or do we say, hmm, I've drawn this into my life for a reason. Let's see, let's explore, let's be willing to risk. We're often so scared of getting hurt that we're not willing to go all into anything because we're trying to control and protect. But if we try to control and protect too much, we really miss out on a lot of life and a lot of love. All right, everybody, that's all for today. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time. 
Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. Thank you.